Yeah, you pronounce my name. Bali. Any questions? I bring many blessings. I don't care what he smokes. I don't care how much he smokes. He ain't never gonna be the most high, okay? What's up, everybody? This is Kwali Kush. I want to thank y'all for watching this episode. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. That's the big red button under the video. And make sure you hit the like button. That's the thumbs up button under the video. It helps the channel out. And if you don't like the video, hit the thumbs down button because that helps the channel out too. So let's get into it. That needs to be our response. We don't run away and isolate ourselves and quarantine ourselves and sit in our house because we're afraid. We run to the church and we take authority over this demonic entity that's invading our city in the name of Jesus and we push it back because one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight and we get all of us here praying together and ain't none of us going to get attacked by this dumb thing. Amen? I'm telling y'all, y'all better stay away from these Christians during this coronavirus pandemic. They are not following protocol. They are not following the advice of the doctors and the scientists. They're not washing their hands and sanitizing services because God got them. God got them. Pastor Crypto Dollar sets up cash up account to collect tithes during Corona quarantine. The church ain't supposed what? to suffer. Yeah, that's the true. church is supposed to be. Oh, so he's gonna claim that they're now the giving church don't suffer now. Look, man, y'all can say what y'all want to say. Creflo Dollar is one of the greatest hustlers in American Definitely. history. Yep. Yep. That nigga has got that paper up out the lame's ass for years. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking recognized brilliance. I mean, how can you sell people hope that long? Jeez. Jesus is coming to get us. Well, didn't Jesus plan all this shit? Do we still got to pay him while this shit going down? I'm going to kill you. Right. Keep that money coming, you understand? That's show and prove, nigga. Jesus. I'm one of the few motherfuckers when it came to Jesus. I was like, where the nigga at? Right. Show yourself, nigga. He's in your heart. Sound like a nigga. <laughs> He's in your heart. He's in your heart, man. <laughs> You'll find him there. Just look. He's in your heart. Jesus on the main heart. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Oh. That nigga be bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say that. It's on oh, your oh. heart. Do you know how much my shows are canceled, Jesus? <laughs> Fuck you gonna do, nigga. He's on your heart. Oh, it's on your it's heart, man. Old oh, grand entrance ass nigga. You can fuck everything up your show. Yep. Hey. Watch out. Uh-huh. I've been hearing a lot of Christians since the beginning of this COVID-19 coronavirus epidemic, pandemic. I've been hearing a lot of Christians say that they're not worried because the God that they serve is going to look out for them. Because their God is going to protect them from the coronavirus. So they ain't worried. Now let me tell you why this is a dangerous position to hold. If you believe that your imaginary friend will protect you from viruses, especially ones as contagious as COVID-19, then you're less likely to take the preventative measures to keep yourself from getting sick. You won't be worried about washing your hands and sanitizing surfaces because God got you. Jesus got you. A number of uh, churches and pastors who are not 
taking the advice of public health officials. So they are not doing what we are doing. At FFRF, uh, practically everybody is working from home right now. Everyone who's able to is working from home. That's just very clearly the, the best practice. So we would encourage all of our, our viewers, if you're not and you are able, uh, you know, socially distance. But of course, that's what everybody is, is saying right now. But there are a lot of churches out there that are not following that advice. And does anybody remember this guy, Jim Baker? Remember him and his wife, Tammy Faye? Remember he got busted in the 80s for scamming his whole congregation and a bunch of sexual allegations and he did five years in prison? Yeah, well he's back with another ministry on the air and he has another scam about the coronavirus saying that he can cure it with collodial silver. And this is actually one of the oldest scams in the church. When Catholicism first got started, they used to sell prayers and holy water to people, but now there's a new twist on it and all of the cool preachers are doing it, making millions of dollars duping gullible Christians into buying fake healing products. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the man himself. This influenza that is now circling the globe, you're saying that silver solution would be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains yeah. of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Yeah. Totally eliminate it, yeah. kills it, and deactivates it. Yeah. And then it boosts your immune system, so then you can support the recovery because when you kill the virus, then the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you want a vibrant immune system as yeah. well as an ability to deactivate these viruses. That's so good. And people always ask, well, what's the harm in belief? What's the harm in believing in this? What's the harm in believing in that? The harm is if you believe in that, then you don't believe in science. And when you don't believe in science, you're more likely to be susceptible to contagious viruses like COVID-19. You're endangering yourself and you're endangering everybody you come in contact with because you believe that. And I know I talk a lot of shit, but I don't just talk shit. I back the shit up too. So today we're going to get into some clips from some prominent Christians in the Christian community spreading out this bad advice and we're going to explain why it's bad advice but first a few words from pastor holcomb bishop corey pastor holcomb. it was god that put the coronavirus in your lungs hey, but god stopped you from smoking it hey, man, tell him about it, Jesus god god didn't want niggas out here working and fucking bitches so he put the corona in your life let him use it brother it look bad, but it ain't bad. It's, God! It's a detour. You it's understand? different from what you know, but it's God's way. If he did not give them permission to do this, it would not be done. God! <laughs> Everything that happens was sanctioned by God. God! Isaiah 45, 7. Wait, what? <laughs> that day you shit it on yourself. God wanted that to happen. <laughs> If he didn't want it to happen, you wouldn't have shit it on you, too. <laughs> well, your shitty booty is a bastard. <laughs> kept that nigga away from Joseph him. Joseph wrote ass. <laughs> that nigga you've been trying to get away from, kept that away from him. <laughs> you was finna get raped, but you was on your pen and the rapist left. God know what he doing out here. Oh. Nothing but the blood of your pussy stop that rape. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Nothing but, but the blood, blood of your pussy. 
the pussy. God God's pussy Evil is good And Eddie Murphy killed this Hey what's up this is your boy Quali Kush If you like the videos on this channel Then why not visit our website QualiKush.com We post every day with topics ranging from religion To science, critical thinking Black owned businesses and much much more On the website you'll also find links To all of the other social media Related to Quali Kush I personally post a book recommendation daily to the blog, and we are um, 420 friendly. So come on down, visit us, leave a comment, let us know what you think. QualiKush.com No, there are some people that really do think prayer alone is enough, or belief in Jesus is divinity. Uh, to get you through this right and it's not and when we pick at that when we poke fun at like why is mike pence praying with all these people that's not helping anybody this is what we're getting at because there are plenty of people who really do think that the prayer is the point yes it's not it's not the appetizer before we get to the main course it they are there are people who really do think that is it the blood will help us the blood of jesus will help us uh, or whatever Jim Baker is selling next. So here are six things that I think that we as followers of Jesus can do to respond in moments just like these. The first thing I wanna say is that the Bible actually says that these things will happen. The Bible actually says these things will happen. Really, bitch? Really? Where, where do it say that in the Bible? The Bible said the coronavirus was gonna come? The Bible said that the flu was gonna wipe out everybody. Really? Where did it say that? In the Bible, show me where it said that. Show me. John 16, 33, Jesus says, in this life, in this world that you're living in today, that's broken, that's passing away, that's not eternal, guess what? You will have tribulation, even believers. We look at Luke 21, Matthew 24, he says, rumors of wars will happen, wars will happen, disease, famine, these things will happen. So we shouldn't be surprised. Tribulation. Wars, disease, and famine. You ain't got to be a prophet from God to know that disease, war, and famine is going to come in a world where it's already stricken with disease, war, and famine. Even if Jesus existed, which I don't think he did, but even if he did, he was alive during a time where there was disease, war, and famine. You don't got to be a prophet from God to say that in the future it's going to be disease, war, and famine if you're looking around right now and it's disease, war, and famine. That's not a prof prophecy. What the fuck is this bitch talking about? In this life, famines, wars, pestilences, all these things will happen. But guess what? They can't take away the one thing that matters most. And that is your relationship with me. Your relationship with God. That is what matters most. And no disease can take that away. No war can take that away. Nothing can take away the one thing in your life that matters most, your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now I know it's a lot of Christians out there that's thinking to themselves, that's right, nothing's more important than your relationship with Jesus, nothing's more important than your relationship with God, but you never met God, you don't have a relationship with Him. You have a belief in Him. You never met Jesus, you don't have a relationship with Him, you have a belief in Jesus. 
you have a relationship with your parents. My parents raised me. You mean to tell me that a relationship with somebody that I never met is somehow more important than a relationship with the person that raised me? Now, I understand that in your mind, you think that having a relationship with Jesus guarantees you a spot in heaven. But you have no evidence of a heaven. You have no evidence of a Jesus. You have no evidence of a God. So how can you be so confident as to say that your relationship with this thing that you never met is more important than the relationship that you have with the thing that you know gave birth to you, i.e. your mother? How can you even have a relationship with someone that you never met, i.e. Jesus? You never met Jesus. You never talked to him. You never spoke to him. He never showed himself. Why is it so hard for Jesus to show himself, especially in times like this? Why is it so hard for Jesus to show himself? Show yourself right now, Jesus. Show yourself. Stop. I didn't have people tell me, you can't tell me Jesus ain't real. I don't say nothing but look at him. I'll be like, motherfucker, go ahead. I mean, my mama go to church. My mama <laughs> believe that Jesus got her back, goddammit. But goddammit, I know I got you back, mama. I don't know nothing about that nigga. Hell no. I don't know what they told you about that nigga, Jesus. That nigga be bullshitting. Where that nigga at? <laughs> Stop. Show yourself right now, Jesus. Show yourself. Stop. Somebody knock on that motherfucking oh, door. I swear to yeah. God. <laughs> well, it don't take him that long to show himself. No, I don't know. Which brings me to my next point. Don't fear coronavirus, fear him. Jesus himself said in Matthew 10, 28, don't fear those who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him. Meaning we shouldn't fear the things like disease or war or someone that wants to kill us. Those actually can only kill our body. And this body's passing away anyways. This is not our eternal dwelling. This body is decaying and dying. So we don't need to fear the things that will hurt this. Rather, the bigger thing that we should fear is the one who actually has control of our eternal health, our eternal destiny. So how is our relationship with God? Are we in right standing with him? Because if we're not, that's actually a more scary sickness to be in. That's what you should fear. You should fear sin and dying forever a lot more than you should coronavirus that can only affect your body. This is why I go so hard on Christian beliefs. This is why I go so hard on Christian followers. You actually think that your body is not valuable, it's not worth anything. This religion that you're in, this doctrine that you've accepted, this belief system that you adore, actually forces you to believe that you are worthless. Everything that you are, which is everything that you've experienced physical not spiritual you don't value it you don't value your life you don't value your body because you think that when you die you're going to get a better life and a better body well guess what there's no evidence for that instead of valuing your body valuing yourself and valuing this life the life that you know you have and the time that you spend with the people that you care about in this life instead of valuing that you value this imaginary maybe afterlife. That is bad advice, lady. The third thing we can do is pray. Prayer? That shit don't work. Didn't Donald Trump just have a national day of prayer? Didn't do a bitch-ass thing, did it? 
they actually tested prayer at the Templeton Foundation and they found out that intercessory prayer has about as much effect as random chance. And actually, if the person that you're praying for knows that they're being prayed for, they tend to get worse instead of getting better. And they don't know why that is. But prayer seems to have the opposite effect. So that's not good advice either, lady. Consider others above ourselves. We know that the Bible tells us to do this, to consider others better than ourselves and to do unto others as we would want them to do to us. And I think we're in a really interesting moment right now because this virus actually doesn't affect young people as much as it does the older generation. Consider others above ourselves. What the hell do they got to do with the coronavirus? And then she goes on to say that young people aren't being affected as much as old people. That's just not true. Older people are dying more, but it affects everybody the same, all right? There are young people in critical condition. I heard a story on the news about a girl who was 12 years old, and they don't know if she's going to survive or not. So I don't know where y'all get your information from as far as who it's affecting. It's affecting everybody equally, but older people are more susceptible to die from it. That's all. But it still has permanent damage to everybody it infects. Point number five. Recognize that this life is but a vapor. The Bible tells us over and over again that this I told you this is what they believe. Right now, this is what Christians actually it. believe, that this life is not valuable. Your body's not valuable. Everything that you ever seen, everything that you ever learned is just simply worthless. This life is but a vapor. It's what she believes. And it's what she's trying to preach and teach to other people. Christianity is the greatest con game ever. It convinced millions and millions of people that their life is meaningless they can give up their whole lives and anything that they go through any turmoil don't worry about it don't try to stop it because this life is but a vapor this is the same thinking that they instilled into the slaves to make them docile oh don't worry about being a slave because as long as you're a good christian you have a good afterlife this life is but a vapor get the fuck out of here with that shit no, people are, like you say some real shit. Motherfuckers are waiting on something to happen. See? <laughs> Remember that time he said something about Jesus? Yeah, when he yeah. was sitting in that chat? Yeah. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> My thing about Jesus is you couldn't af you couldn't afford a condo or nothing, nigga. You got to live in a heart, nigga. That is a weird place oh, to live. Oh my god. <laughs> well, oh. How come <laughs> I mean, the, the nigga should have picked a lung or something. At least he can breathe in that motherfucker. But if Jesus is an absentee father. <laughs> That's an earthquake. 24 hours a day we live in my This nigga been telling you he coming for the longest. <laughs> well, you know your Christian followers going to be very upset with you, brother. Oh, man. My Christian fathers love, followers love this shit. If your faith is real in Jesus, it can't be shaken by the truth. That's what they gonna fuck with your faith. That's yeah. a t-shirt yeah. right there. If your yep. faith in Jesus is real, you can't it can't be shaken by no. the truth. My God, God damn. He's the greatest realtor. Jesus is the greatest realtor of all time, nigga. He living in a heart. Are you tired of traditional cable companies? Well join millions of other Americans and cut the cable with Amazon Prime Video. With Amazon Prime Video, you can manage your subscriptions from any device and you can subscribe to channels and services like HBO, Showtime, Stars, and many, many more. There's no cable or satellite necessary. You also get access to popular TV shows and blockbuster movies. 
Oh yeah, I almost forgot to mention, your first 30 days is absolutely free if you sign up with the link in this video's description. That's right, your first 30 days is free, all you have to do is sign up with the link in this video's description and you get Amazon Prime Video 30 days absolutely free. So what are you waiting on? Join millions of other Americans, cut the cable, and get your free trial on Amazon Prime Video today. Kenneth Copeland. And while he's been pulling his scams for decades, his latest trick, amazingly, is to cure you, to cure you of coronavirus <laughs> right through the TV screen. Uh, but it only works if you lay your hands on the screen, too. So here is a clip that we thankfully shortened up because it's pretty hard to watch the whole thing. Put your hand on that television set. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He received your healing. Yes. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and the devil's trying to give me the flu. That's right. Or whatever else kind of thing he's trying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> healed and well. Yes. In the sweet name, name of Jesus. Of Jesus. I feel disconnected from my fellow Americans that there are that there's actual viewership. People who watch yeah. that and really think that, yes, this person has powers. Yes, they can be transmitted through my TV. And uh, but that obvi he obviously does have an audience. And again, that's that's very frightening. It's not about self-preservation. It's about God glorification. So obviously, coronavirus is not something that we can control. It's here, right? But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that God will use everything for good, even this. And again, she says it's not about self-preservation. It's about God glorification. She doesn't value this life. She doesn't value her life. She doesn't value anybody else's life. She doesn't value your life. All the things she values is God. And all she wants to do is glorify God because she thinks that she's going to get a spot in heaven. This is bad advice for how to deal with the coronavirus. If you don't value your life, then you're not going to try to save yourself. And you're not going to try to save other people. You're not going to take preventative measures like washing your hands and sanitizing services. If God exists, he could get rid of the coronavirus in one day. And he could still give out the message because enough people have died already. How many people have to die for God's message to get across of whatever the coronavirus is for since there's some silver lining in it? How many more people have to die? How many more people is God going to let die before he stops the coronavirus? Because God ain't going to stop the coronavirus, but you Christians think he is. So I'm just asking you, how many people have to die before God decides, okay, that's enough. They learned their lesson. Tell me, please. So what do we learn today? Christians don't value life. They don't value anyone else's life. They aren't afraid of the coronavirus. So they're not protecting themselves from the coronavirus. So if you're around Christians, you're then more susceptible to the coronavirus. This woman had six points of how Christians should respond to the coronavirus and not one of them said, wash your hands. Not one of her six points was science-based. It was all about some book that she believes in called the Bible. And if you believe in the Bible, then you really buy bull. Bishop Corey, Bishop Holcomb. Let me tell you what God has done for me. Yes, yes. I remember I got this little bitch pregnant in Georgia. Say, oh, Lord. Lordy, Lord. And she had already been to the state putting uh, my name out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let me tell you something. Mm. 
The bitch had a brother who had a whole bunch of dope in his car. Oh, oh say it ain't oh, so long. She was in the car with her brother when they were pulled over by the police. All right now. Yes, pastor. All right now. They had so much dope in the car. Yes, sir. The bitch was sentenced to 18 years in prison. God's divine. God. Won't he do it? God. God. that work. Yes. God. God. that work. Yes, Pastor. Won't he do it? Yes. God. He might not come when you want him to come. No, not when you want him, sir. Well, God. My, my, my. They asked me if I wanted to keep the baby while she was doing the 18 years. Don't hold my, back, my, brother. Don't hold my back. My mama my, said, I'll keep the baby, and I don't want nothing from you. The oh, divine will Jesus is real. Amen, yeah. brother. Yes, yes, yes. Amen, yes. brother. Yes, yes, yes. The Amen, will. brother. Yes, yes. Let him use you, brother. The next things that I wanted to highlight are some examples that, again, you've done a marvelous job of covering on your blog of some... Uh, churches and prominent religious figures that are continuing to hold services and other events and are even uh, making fun of people who are following the advice of public health officials. So the, the first example comes from Washington, the Archdiocese in Washington, D.C., the uh, Monsignor uh, Charles Pope, who uh, what he wrote in here, uh, you can see that he's saying uh, people are dying and he, and he knows people are going to be speaking against what he's saying here when he says that they should continue to hold services in Rome. And he says, yeah, people will say that there are people dying, but what I can respond by saying is that souls are dying and it's more important basically to save your soul and get ready to face uh, judgment after you die rather than worrying about worldly illnesses and plagues. So. That I've heard evangelical pastors say roughly the same thing, too, that, yeah, this is bad, but we're all sinners, we're all going to die, so let's come to church and gather in one place, and everything will be fine anyway. It's, again, it, it would be less scary, I guess, if it was just, yeah, fine, let them gather, It'll bad stuff will happen to them but their irresponsibility can affect everybody in their communities and beyond. And that's the concern. And that's what none of these people seem to get. Yes, we don't have to just, you know, completely disregard actual physical health for spiritual health. We can try to have- You know what you will never hear in any of those, whether it's a sermon or an article like the one you just showed, you will never hear any of those priests or pastors explaining even briefly, how the coronavirus works and spreads and what why people are quarantining themselves, they will never explain the science behind how it works and why they're choosing to ignore it. Mm -hmm. They were just saying, well, the government wants you to do this or, you know, liberals want you to close down church. Therefore, we're not going to do it. They they never explained, here's what here's what the problem is. And here's why we're ignoring it. Right. They don't. They skip that part. They skip right ahead to here's how we solve it. Because yeah. they don't get it. Yeah. And it's the celebration of ignorance and mistrust of science, right? Where they are saying we, you know, not we're not even going there. Like you said, we're not even going to discuss it and say why we think it's wrong. We're just saying this is a problem of the physical world. We don't trust our government anyway. And uh, we're going to you know, stick it to them and, and get together anyway and save some souls. Yeah. Uh, another example of this, we saw the uh, Thomas Rowe Baptist Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. They had a conference that drew thousands of people despite uh, coronavirus concerns. 
And uh, what the article highlights is that some conference goers were well aware that uh, this was a problem. And one said, well, he's not in a high risk group. And he says that uh, it's worth a few weeks of sickness for the risk uh, or for the benefit of going to this religious conference, which I think is just especially disturbing and ignorant because even if he's right, even if he that says, yep, you know, I'll only be sick for a few weeks and that's worth it to me, he's apparently just not thinking or just doesn't care that this is a pandemic. If you get sick, you are very likely, and you go to this event, to spread it to other people, many of whom mm-hmm. are at risk of dying or of being more seriously ill. And he just apparently didn't even think about that. He could have replaced that quotation is, I don't mind if a bunch of old people in my church die miserably. Now I want y'all to listen very closely to the prayer that this young man is about to give. He's about to give a prayer in church about the coronavirus. And listen very closely because it's very obvious that what Christianity forces you to believe is magic. All right, they think it's, it's just magic. It's magically going to go away. And the coronavirus is, is magically not going to infect them because they said Jesus' name. Like, this is witchcraft, okay? Saying a phrase and then getting a disease to not infect you, whether the phrase is Hamashababa or Jesus, uh, this is witchcraft. This is what Christianity teaches and what these people actually believe. And you don't just have to uh, listen to me say it. I'm going to play the prayer and you can listen to these Christians and the way that they think. And I predict that once all the doctors and all the scientists figure out how to stop the coronavirus, all the Christians that have survived, they're going to say, oh, God did it. After all the medicine has been given and all the doctors have labored their 60-hour, 80-hour work weeks, and all the billions of dollars have been spent on health care and preventative measures, they're going to give all the credit to God. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to this young man and listen to how they think that magic can stop the coronavirus. Saying Jesus' name can somehow stop the coronavirus. But again, let me reiterate that Jesus couldn't even save himself. But somehow, saying his name is powerful enough to save you from the coronavirus. I just wish somebody would go and ask all the people infected with the coronavirus what religion they are, what they believe in. Because I guarantee you, the atheists are washing their goddamn hands. Alright, because they don't believe in magic. So they probably are less atheists getting infected by this disease, but that's just my prediction. But let's get on with the episode. Here's the prayer from this young man. Listen to how they think magic will save the day. That we need to have. And when we come against it, church, when when Jesus was on the uh, on the ship and, and everyone was scared of the waves. Jesus came out and told the waves to stop and the people, disciples are saying, who is this man that even the wind and the waves obey him? When we come against this virus with the name Jesus, it has to stop spreading. It has to stop moving. It has to stop because the name Jesus is more powerful than the name coronavirus. The name Jesus, it has oaths more powerful in Jesus' mighty name. 
So I want us to begin to pray right now against the, the fear of this virus and against the spread of it in the mighty name of Jesus. So if I, whatever cure, however, that the cure begins to spread, uh, the cure begins to uh, get faster and come out. But but we're going to believe in, in, a, in a better cure. That's a, that's a Jesus power. Amen. That's a healing power of, of God. And I want us to begin to pray that the supernatural healing power will begin to go to every person that These has are... it. Amen church services that are specifically encouraging people with symptoms to attend. And we have a couple of these examples. So the first one is the New Life Christian Center in Austin, Indiana, or actually this is the Alabama um, uh, one. This is the Boaz Church of, of God in Boaz, Alabama. And it's a similar thing that we saw in, in Indiana uh, where they are specifically saying, uh, so with boldness of faith, if you have the coronavirus or feel threatened by such, you are most welcome to attend the church where we will anoint the sick with oil and pray the prayer of faith over you. So I don't think it requires much explanation to say just what a terrible idea that is. Not Again, there's, but there is a pastor whose sermon said this weekend, like we should know better, uh, that children are immune to the coronavirus, which again is just wrong. They can get sick, they are less likely uh, but they can get sick. This idea that certain people, if you're not elderly, then it's not that big of a deal is just a lie. Yes. Yeah, same idea. So this is the New Life Christian Center in Austin, Indiana. Uh, and it's a very similar thing where they're specifically saying that sick people should come in. And here, he's, he's even going further. So where he's saying after the governor of Indiana said, don't have gatherings with more than 250 people, his response was to say, in direct eye-rolling to that, let's have a goal of having at least 250 people here. So he, I think is, yeah, he, he is carpool if possible. That's so funny. So he's saying, he, he's appearing to understand at least the directive, what the instruction is. But like you said, I think he doesn't understand the threat or the way that he is just directly putting people in harm's way. They really do think they are being courageous and they are being good vessels of God by doing this. But whatever's happening, when people say shut down these large gatherings, this is not anti-Christian. Right. This is pro-humanity. I think we are overrepresented with our uh, religious nuts in this country. There are plenty abroad as well. So this is the uh, Victory Life Center in Perth, Australia. They put out this statement about coronavirus. And they're saying that they are in agreement that uh, COVID-19, they actually say COVID-19, <laughs> will not come near our dwelling. Uh, and why? Because they are protected by the blood of Jesus. So don't worry, they've got that figured out. And then there was a similar one in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, which was uh, an event that this big uh, Passover event that Paula White was going to be the featured speaker at. And she, of course, is the president's spiritual advisor. And uh, not only did they not cancel it initially, they sent out an advertisement saying that if you're worried about the coronavirus, don't worry, you can still buy non-refundable tickets for the, uh, the event. And they promised supernatural protections, that's an actual quote, against it. And they also said uh, that they have a cure to all of uh, all viruses and diseases, something to that effect. I know oh. Jesus, Jesus <laughs> will fix it. The congregation yes, songs. What's some of the best congregation songs out there? Uh, 
shit. What up. a feel. Tell me. Leaning on the everlasting. Uh, see, Sam, no shit. I grew up with all that bullshit. All of them. <laughs> yes, he is. What about my Stop? uncle Emma Jerry? What was, what was the name of that song? If you're sick and you can't get well, tell him what you are. <laughs> Nigga, I'm sick. What? <laughs> oh, so just because you know all the songs, he's going to look out for you. I don't know. Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. How sweet. That will kind of get you a little bit, though. Yeah, Does it? It makes you a little like, oh, shit, something's something about to happen. Keep singing then, Craig. Sweet. Yeah. No. Keep singing. <laughs> no, the one that gets you, if you ever was at a funeral and they sung this, I'm going out yonder. Yeah, I get you. Up yonder. My, my, Lord, Lord. Yes. 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 That should That's make you feel fearful, though. Yes. Whatever it is. Hey. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. It won't let me get shit. <laughs> I stood on the banks of Jordan <laughs> one day. <laughs> What's all about the name Jesus? You know what song get them all the money Hallelujah. though? What? You know what song get them all the money? Well, listen, watch it. Give and it shall be given unto you. That's yeah. That was wrong. <laughs> Give. That's the one that bring it all together, nigga. That's the button. That's the button on the bullshit. Thanks for watching this video. We love bringing this content to you. But it would be much, much easier if we had more support. So if you want to support Quali Kush, you can do so via patreon.com slash Quali Kush. Or you can go to QualiKush.com and click the about tab. Help us out a little bit. Click that like button. Click the subscribe button. And we'll keep these videos coming. Peace out.